This is Aikido Discuss, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about all that is the martial art of Aikido in one 40-minute podcast. I am head instructor at Aikido Fresno, Chris Ryan, and with me today is Joshua T. First off, I'm, I'm very disappointed in our listeners for not sending us any ideas, yeah. topic ideas. This is a tough one. This We're week. very, very disappointed in you guys. <laughs> really step up your game. No, just kidding. Um, but it, being as we've done, how many of these? This is 30? This is, this is 30. This is episode 30. This is yeah. episode 30, yeah. So we, we should poppers. be having cake, but we're no cake. Um, <laughs> it becomes difficult, uh, you know, week to week to come up with stuff. But... Uh, I think I kind of teased this last week, this idea of, like, recommended reading or, or uh, recommend, and it doesn't have to be uh, reading necessarily, but recommended things uh, to watch, look at, listen to um, as you're getting into the art. A lot of people ask, books is pretty specific, I think, I, or what I have seen, a lot of people ask, like, what should I be reading? Um but also websites probably is uh, now as much as anything else. Like you know, when they say reading, they might mean right. what website should I be going right. to or right. who should right. I be following? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a podcast, at least one that I think <laughs> it's good podcast. You <clears throat> might want to listen to, and uh, probably some video stuff. So um, I think that could be a good one. So maybe we can just kind of yeah jump in because um, I know there's like. You know some basics, some some things that like the, the maybe no just about yeah. every person, at least every person of a certain age uh, <laughs> who has come up uh, studying Aikido has has looked at or or read or that sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh it's hard, and like you know one of the things when people will say. Uh, like when people join the dojo and they'll be like, well, what should I read? You know, what, what, what books should, do you recommend? And in some ways I, I, I kind of want to tell them nothing <laughs> because I, I want them to just start training at our school and understand how we're talking about Aikido and how they're going to learn it at the school. Right. Cause and, they get different ideas. Yeah. Cause, they, yeah. cause it's drastically different, you know? So, so Josh, when he suggested this, he brought over, um, angry white pajamas, which is a uh, Robert Twigger. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Twigger. Um, Twigger's book, and uh, that's uh, Yoshin Khan. Uh, so it's with the Tokyo Riot yeah, Police. Yeah, he hung out with the Tokyo Riot. Police. I think it's that. It was that um, that year long program, right? That yeah, the Yoshin yeah, yeah, Khan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it's a real intense program, and um, you know uh, Josh really liked that book. It's a good book, um, but it's it's you know looking at it, it's gonna be a different experience than you would get at an Aikikai style, or very different than you might get at a Key Society school, or you know like there's different different schools are gonna have different things. So. Sometimes it's really hard to answer um, what the new person should be reading, but I do think you need some decent background on what Aikido is, um, so that way when your friends ask you, you don't sound like you don't know anything at all. Right. Um, so I would definitely recommend um, looking at Aikido Journal. That's a, a big one. Aikido Journal has tons of articles, literally decades worth of articles um, about the history of Aikido. and. You know, there's definitely some bias towards the the Iwama lineage, but uh, I think it does a decent job of, of talking about uh, different Aikido, um, and a lot of different teachers are represented, and um, a really good book uh, series that I would recommend from Stan Prannan, who was the original, uh, Stan Prannan Sensei, who was the original um, creator of Aikido Journal, 
which is post-war masters of Aikido. Oh man, no, I'm messing that title up. <laughs> um, I'll look it up right now. But it's uh, there's pre and post-war uh, masters. They're both great. Um, basically, it it looks at I think 16 of the the you know most essential Aikido instructors that all learned under Yueshiba and um, uh, you know are responsible for their own style of Aikido or responsible for pushing Aikido in the community in some way and and it talks to them about their experiences with Aikido and and their experiences with Yueshiba and how life was and what training was like and it, it kind of really fills in a lot of historical gaps um, and kind of helps you see a little more of what the history of Aikido is um, so my first recommendation would be understand a little bit more about the history of Aikido. Right. Is that and is that a good place to start as opposed to you know everyone always talks about O oh, Sensei's books or whatever. Um, it's would you say that's a better <clears throat> place to start than you know going to the the source material or trying to find the source material? I mean, so depending on how you want to look at it, Yueshiba has one book which is Budo. Um, that's dry reading. Um, I do recommend that to a, a serious student of Aikido, um, but it's dry reading, um, and then it's, it's not going to flush out much for you, and it's probably going to confuse you more than not, um, because it's different um, than a lot of what you're going to see as Aikido today. Um, then there's also Budo Rinshu, which, um, as far as I know, was kind of composed by a few of the senseis um, at the Kobukan at the time, or the, the students at the Kobukan at the time which outlines um, the basic way that Yueshiba was teaching Aikido at that time, which is very different than Aikido's predominantly taught now. Um, it's also super dry reading and super um, fragmented, badly translated in English. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to someone who hadn't done Aikido for a while. Um, and then you could read Art of Peace, which is a collection of things he said um, from different, he didn't actually write it down, but it's a collection of things he said at different talks. I think it's like two or three, I don't know how many talks it is. Um, anyways, that's really, um, um, alchemical or something. Like, I don't know, spiritual, mystical. mystical. It's very, you know, it's heady. Yeah, it's heady. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you like to read uh, Tao Te Ching or something like that, some kind of philosophical, if you like to read Zen Cohen's or something, and you understand um, basic concepts in, in Shinto religious practice, then maybe Art of Peace is something to look at. Um, um, or if you just want something trite that doesn't, you know, it's just like, oh, that's a cute thing to say. Like, you know, it's good for that. But like, quotable. Yeah, quotable. It's very quotable. Right. There's tons of quotes from that. But it's also, you know, like, any of Yueshiba stuff is is dry or mystical, in my mm -hmm. opinion. You know, yeah. like, it's... It's uh, it's hard to get. It's hard to get at. Very so, because I, I think um, the art of peace, that's that's one of the ones I think that people would... would that's what you would hear a lot from people, like, oh, you should... For a lot of people, it sounds like that's what um, brought them to Aikido. And, and, you know? and I think for that reason, because it is quotable, so there are things that you can look at and go, oh, well, this is a great quote. That sounds like something I should I should live by. Um, so where do you where do you put that in the 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 whole context of, of the thing? You know, like maybe you won't understand it completely, but is there something to be said for like this? This is sort of the the spiritual underpinnings of the art 
for, for us? So when I was just grabbing that book, I said, you know, or if you just want something kind of trite. And, yet, and, you know, I'm not saying that what he was writing was that way, but most of the time the way people take it is that way. Mm. You know, and it's like chicken soup for the soul or something. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's a cute little blah, 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 blah. And uh, I think it's really hard to understand what it's actually getting at. Well, while, you know, I think it did bring some people to, to Aikido, and I think – that was kind of the purpose of putting that stuff out there in a translation English that a lot of people get their hands on, and calling it the art of peace was a, a clever marketing move. Um, but and I don't mean marketing to sell the book; I mean marketing to sell Aikido, yeah, yeah, um, uh, which is good for us, you know. Like I'm not trying to be down on that because it, 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 it helps, but it's it's not. I feel like it's dishonest in some ways. Not that the book is dishonest, but that the interpretation yeah. is not what was maybe intended. The interpretation is. I mean, it's good, you know, like, I mean, I, I don't know, um, uh, but, but like, basically, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the secret or something, you know, right, like, right, that's right. kind of how it feels to me, and the I Bible. don't, I don't it's like, like that stuff, personally, mm-hmm. um, so some of that, you know, like, I've, I've been through the book a few times, and I think there's a lot of fantastic stuff in it, and when I'm talking to other Aikido people, I'll often point at it and go like, well, see, you wish was talking about this kind of stuff here, but to me, it takes some understanding of the art to un to get what is actually being talked about, you know? And, and then the more I came to understand the book, the more I was like, also you need to understand like his spiritual and cosmological ideas and like how he thinks the universe all came to be. Like you have to understand some of that stuff to get what he's even saying because, you know, sometimes he's talking about, you know, three peaches or something. You're like, I don't know what that means. And he's talking about some deity chasing him around a block. And, you know, it's just like, it's like, well, I just... What does that mean, you know? And so, like, it's one of those things, it's like, you're just not going to quickly read it and get it, you know? Like, right. Or you can quickly read it and, quickly read it and think you get it, but right. it's your it's, own... It's your own stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, maybe that's exactly what you want it for. Sure. But, I mean, like, as far as understanding Aikido more deeply, you're right. not going to get it with that book until you've already done right, right. significant research. Right, right. So it's, uh, it's a late a later stage yeah. thing. Yeah, to me, all Yoshiba is a later stage yeah. stuff yeah. because it's, um, you know, and I've said this in a, in a past podcast, which is, Yoshiba was doing his own thing. You right. know, like, if yeah. you got it, cool. If you didn't get it, cool. And it wasn't his concern, really. He wasn't, wasn't a teacher in the sense that, like, I've got this awesome information. I need Here, to get it out to check everyone. It out. You right. know? It's more like, the universe is beautiful. Look. I found that title of the the Stan Pranid book. Uh, it's Aikido Masters, Pre-War Students of Morihai Yoshiba. Um, and then I think it was later reprinted as Aikido Pioneers, Pre-War mm. Era. Oh, okay. So, Aikido so there's two different titles for the same, a, a, a different print with more interviews. And so just wanted to put that out there if yeah. anyone's looking yeah. for it. And there's, there's, that there's two, you know, uh-huh. uh, so there's a pre-war and a post-war. Um, and that's kind of important historical information to understand about Aikido, yeah. that Aikido was taught in a slightly different way before World War II and then after World War II. Um, and, you know, most of the Aikido you see in the world right now is heavily influenced by post-World War II stuff. So uh, let me throw this out there because this is the other one that I think is the book, you know, by which most people, uh, at least aesthetically, mm-hmm. uh, appreciate Aikido, mm-hmm. and that is Aikido and the Dynamic Sphere. Can't be under and uh, overlooked, you know. And yeah, and that book, there's tons of criticism in it. And as I have gotten better at Aikido, I, I sometimes kind of really understand those criticisms. Um, because criticism from people uh, about the book, Aikido people, right. yeah, uh, writing about the book. Right. Because you know, in some ways, it's um, it's written by by people who, at the time, 
hadn't had a really long history of Aikido, you know, pretty, pretty, I think, you know, like they both were Shodans and had been studying Aikido for, you know, less than 10 years, I believe, um, upon writing the book. So, you know, it's, there's, there's things it's like, oh, you know, this, this kind of, you know, uh, I was going to say seminal, but that's not, I don't think anyone thinks that, but this big work on Aikido that a lot of people reference was written by people who didn't know a whole, whole, whole lot about the, the art when they wrote, you know. So the criticism is that it's kind of not basic in the sense that it's like not you know expansive in terms of talking about aikido but basic in terms of like their understanding when they wrote the book yeah and i mean i think you know like they they jumped to a few conclusions and stuff um but really like i think that book is important because what it represents is what i think a lot of people got that aikido was about right you know so when i read that book there's there's nothing in that book to me that contradicts what popular opinion is of Aikido as I've experienced it. You know, I'm talking about people who, especially in the 1990s, because now, you know, a lot of people don't know about Aikido, but in the 1990s, a lot of people knew what Aikido was, and the the cliches they would tell you are what that book tells you Aikido is, you know. Um, And it's also beautiful to look at. The the illustrations are awesome. So, right, so this is what I was talking about from the aesthetic standpoint. It's like when people think about what Aikido looks like, feels like, is from a like outside it, it is this book you know like i think that a lot of people in their minds when they think of what aikido is it's those pictures those drawings right. from aikido in the dynamic sphere you right. know um or what they think that it does it's the sort of diagram you know yin yang flowy mm-hmm. stuff right, right right um which is why i think that you know and it, in a lot of respects it's important to read because you know i read it when I very first started, like, you know, I don't know, a couple of classes in, maybe, you know, a month in. Um, and it was nice because it, it gave me, like, a a physical, I like, a physical sense of, a sense of what I was trying to do with my physical body in right. this art, you know? Right. Um, which I thought was, which, as I have progressed, has become more important, like, looking back on. Well, it seems like it explains a lot of the really basic principles that, Pretty much universally, dojos will or teachers will focus on in their classes, and so having an idea of what they're talking about and being able to go back and reference these basic ideas and principles is super helpful for people. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's you know, I always talk about that. I mean, I think a lot about uh, Aikido as this sort of a lot of aspects as this dynamic sphere right right know? right um and i don't know if it's because i read the book and it just imprinted or if like that's actually what it is and so you know it it lends itself nicely but but there's you know uh, a lot of ideas that i think lend themselves nicely to that kind of idea of the sphere and then you know when thinking about that book you can have whatever criticisms you want of the book and some of them very valid um but the thing is with that book, it's Tuttle's highest published book, highest grossing book of all time. Um, and Tuttle's not a tiny publisher, you know, they're a pretty big publisher. Um, I think it has more reprints than any martial art book ever. Um, I think it's the greatest selling martial arts book um, of all time. Or if not, I mean, it's some of the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu stuff really shot up there. But um, it, it's definitely one of the highest um, selling martial arts books of all time, and depending, I guess, on what you want to call technical martial arts, I would say that. Um, but that book was very influential to a lot of people, and a lot of people 
got their ideas about the foundation of Aikido from that book, right, wrong, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about popular Aikido, um, that book has got a lot to say about it. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so what about uh, like shifting a little bit outside of uh, Aikido into books uh, tangentially that I have heard associated with Aikido or uh, around it, such as Book of Five Rings, uh -huh. et cetera, so forth. Book of Five Rings is a good book. Um, the the oh, I wish I could remember the the version that I have that I really like. Like right now, I can't even think of the author's name. Because there's a bunch but, of um, there's translations. Tons, I mean, there's whatnot. tons yeah, of yeah. translation. Um, uh, so for people who don't know, explain the book a little. You know, because there's probably some people probably have heard about it, but maybe they don't know. Exactly. Book of Five Rings was written in the 16th century by Mimoro Masashi, um, who was 16th century our time, <laughs> Western time. Um, uh, he was a, uh, a very successful samurai. Uh, he had, uh, a, I think, like 58 victories or something like that um, in life or death sword duels. Um, got in his first one, I think he was 13 years old. Um, uh, someone had, had put an open challenge in his town, and he went to answer the challenge. And um, he was 13 years old, and everyone kind of laughed about it. And then he uh, murdered the guy yeah. uh, in no time. You know, like and it, through through like uh, clever means. You know, right, not right. not saying he was fighting straight up. Right. Uh, he didn't just this guy. Yeah, 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 like. But anyways, he was he was quite a dude and um, an amazing artist, amazing philosopher. Um, had a lot to say about the world. Uh, and you know, I think when he was in his 50s, he set himself up in a cave somewhere and wrote down uh, his ideas. Um, and uh, about the world and how it works and, and martial arts most particularly. Um, and it's broken down into five sections um, that are each of the elements. Um, it's a good book. It's a, it's a really good book. Um, it's not Aikido, 100% not Aikido, but uh, kind of relates to the samurai and understanding some of their ideas about it. And um, it's, it's interesting. It's good reading. Why, I mean, why did... And we, I think you maybe just answered it, but why, why is it so hooked into Aikido? I mean, because it seems, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like everyone that I've known who's don't, been into Aikido is sort of like, uh, oh, you got to read this book, or, you know, I've read this book, or... Um, because Samurai, it, I mean, is it... it it's, a, it's, a, it's a tactics of life book. Um, so, you know, and, and I say this all the time, like, I really love to, to, to berate modern martial artists and they're like oh you know brazilian jiu-jitsu invented new tactics and strategies and it's like no no they didn't like there's simple ways to look at tactics and strategies and they're the same right and it doesn't matter if you're reading uh art of war uh if you're reading uh book of five rings if you're reading um john boyd it doesn't matter you're gonna see these same kinds of things brought up over and over and over because there's just essential ways that humans act and interact that can be exploited and learned from and taken advantage of. Um, and, and this is one of those books. It's a real seminal book on strategy. Um, so you can use it for anything you do beyond martial arts. Um, important for martial artists doing a Japanese martial art because you're getting to see kind of the way a samurai kind of looked at things. Right. And a sort of base baseline for like the Japanese philosophies about martial arts. or Right. And like his are, you know, so... He's a radical in some ways, um, but but kind of like, I don't know, in some ways kind of proves the rules <laughs> by being a radical. Um, but his, you know, I have gleaned lots of, of things from reading him, him talking about all kinds of different weapons and how to approach weapons and how to approach combat and interesting things, you know. So for a martial artist specifically, it's a really good book to, to, to read. Yeah. Um, 
Well, is there any... So, books. I think we, we cover a lot of ground there. Are there any other books that you would recommend people just to pick up if, if, you know, they're, as they're getting into this? Okay, so I would recommend reading The Invincible Warrior. Um, it is much more in the fanciful side of Aikido. Like, it's got lots of those stories, uh, you know, about how Yoshibo was a man of magic and mysticism. Um, and some of that gets a, a little thick and... and too much for me, and some people really like that. So That's if you dig, if you dig people. that, yeah, yeah. If you dig that, get into it. Um, but it it is just a fun kind of ride, and it's I feel like a you know a kind of tall tale about the you know like I'm not saying that it's not true stuff, but told in a very it's um, a tall tale, yeah. big fishy kind yeah, of way, yeah. you know. Um, so so it's it's cool. It's cool to kind of read and kind of get ideas about like you know uh, key points in in Yoshiba's life and. Uh, things that were important to him and why maybe Aikido kind of looks the way it does. Um, so I would definitely recommend reading that book. And it's a fun read. It's very fun to read. Um, but, you know, keep in mind, you know, yeah. it's a story. Um, I think that's super key to read. Um, Are there any books that, like, um, really have, like, nice technical um, kind of explanations for some of the techniques and things that we do? That um, are even... I mean, and here's the thing go online probably is the real answer for a lot of this stuff because yeah. there there are or places we can find. but um you know but it, it's nice i think some people like to have like a book yeah. that they no, can sit great. down and go oh katate doi ikkyo looks like that or right. this right. is the right. way right. i'm right. Right. Su <coughs> supposed to step and i know i've seen <laughs> we have a few in the um in the dojo i'm just wondering if there's any that you think are so Aikidonamic Sphere is good, and I, I've heard people say the opposite about this, but I really find that the <laughs> illustrations make very clear seeing what's going on in the techniques, because he has little arrows and stuff, so, you know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. knowing Aikido, I can look at the book and I can tell exactly how the guys are flowing in the thing and what technique they're showing, um, so I think Aikidonamic Sphere is a good book for that, and it's very comprehensive, there are a lot of techniques represented in that book. Um, yeah. Also, Saito Sensei's uh, book, um, Traditional Aikido, which is, I think, out of print. Um, they did a reprint a few years back. Um, you could probably find the PDF online if you didn't want to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a, a copy. Um, but uh, it's a five-part series that's very good. Um, and Saito Sensei pretty much says how he thinks Aikido is and what Aikido is. Um, and it has lots of illustrations of uh, Joe work and Bokin work and weapon knife stuff and a ton of taijutsu um, body stuff. So um, I would totally recommend uh, uh, that series. That sounds awesome. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. Um, okay, so that being said, books, if people like, you know, hard copies of things and they got to sit down and thumb through it and all that good stuff. Right. Other stuff that people might want to uh, gravitate towards as their um, beginning, you know, whether that be internet stuff. So I know, I know it's a, a, a no dub, but YouTube. Reddit. Oh. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say Reddit. No, no YouTube. Um, but I was gonna ask you guys, how do you recommend going about? Because YouTube can be a yeah, a oh, never yeah. ending right. hole, you know. Um, Shit shows. The, the rabbit. The rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. And how do you kind of separate helpful from unhelpful, from you know time waster to you know important like. How do you even grab? How do you even navigate? Yeah, because there's so many schools that just are like, here's my 
four hour whatever right. on my four hour test or you know our, yeah I mean yeah is watching our you practice know, joe kata that yeah. looks really messy or <laughs> until until you've gotten some time with Aikido and I mean I would say at least you know a couple years into Aikido um, definitely don't look at anything on YouTube as it's going to tell me what Aikido is because <laughs> it's not you know like and, and I'm not saying like you know and, and why I'm putting a time limit on that is after a couple of years and you've kind of started to understand what you want your Aikido to be about and what you think you're doing with Aikido then you can gravitate more towards people but there are a lot of really polarizing characters on YouTube and uh, at least half of them what they have to say is pure drivel in my opinion you know it's like I don't even know why we need to say this what to me is really great and I would recommend any beginner do um, as far as YouTube goes is I would look if you have any questions about like rolling break falls that kind of stuff there's tons of little tutorials yeah, check yeah. those out yeah. and look at everyone's you know don't think anyone's there's no wrong way to learn how to do a roll as right. long as you know it looks like a roll <laughs> right and rolling's very concrete so it's like hey if they help you roll they help right, you roll right, you know right. but like don't think like oh this guy's taught me the the death punch of Aikido <laughs> that no one else does like well maybe no one else does it for a reason yeah. so give yourself some time in Aikido before you learn said death punch but learning to fall um, stuff like that is really really good um, I would also look at <laughs> Uh, collections of um, major styles of Aikido and like demonstrations where you yeah, see like yeah. maybe five Yoshinkan instructors demonstrating you know Jiawaza like free practice um, or you know uh, five Iwama instructors or you know like different styles of Aikido and then you can get a feel for what those styles of Aikido are like and so when people say them you know like in my opinion there's six really important ones you need to know about um, but there's many styles of Aikido when people start to talk about them you can go oh, okay oh, yeah, I saw that I that's the one where they look yeah. like a robot or that's right, the right, one right. where they're stiff or that's the one where they're flowy or that's the one where they fall pretty or whatever whatever the things are you know uh, what about, uh, so I know there's like the, the Saito has, there's video of, you know, Saito doing the, the, uh, the Joe practice or the Bokan practice mm -hmm. or any of that. I mean, is that stuff that people should be, uh, is that helpful for, for, for people, do you think? Um, to look at and be able to at least be able to see like, okay, I, this is where I'm at in this particular movement or. Right, or, right. Uh, so giant mixed bag as usual. Um. <laughs> I know so, how all the answers for these Aikido, are, but I'd throw them out there anyway. Aikido <laughs> weapons um, are a hodgepodge of things. Um, Saito Sensei definitely has a huge following of weapon practitioners, Joan Bokin. Um, a lot of Aikido people, even if they don't do Iwama-style Aikido, will practice Iwama-style weapons. Um, so uh, he's a good guy to look at when you're looking at weapons. But there's also like Nisho, Chiba... Um, there are other guys doing their own weapon stuff, and then there's other schools, you know, um, uh, Christian Tissier studies uh, uh, traditional uh, Ryuha, uh, I said that stupid, um, but but like, um, you know, th there's a lot of different Aikido people doing a lot of different things, so um, that's another one of those things that like once you dive into weapons and you've done them for a little while and you kind of understand the lineage of where your teacher's taking them with weapons, you can kind of start to explore them. I mean, I think weapons learning and fundamental understanding is essential for all Aikido right. practitioners because you can't understand Aikido if you don't understand weapons. I mean, yeah. that's absolutely true. Well, I mean, is there, is there someone that you would just go like, look at this guy because regardless of what you're doing, he has at least like uh, uh, that basic fundamental, like this is essentially what stuff is going to look like or can you even go that far Jeez, well wouldn't you have to know what style you're doing you know what i mean like, well but what i'm saying is it, like i i would assume that there are some things that are just like universal universal like yeah. just this guy looks like so uh, here's 
<laughs> I mean, I, I, so aikidostudent.com. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what Josh wanted. Yeah, yeah. Look at all my stuff; it's the best. Um, but only if you want to do the stuff that we're doing. Um, so you know, like Saito Sensei, you could definitely say, "Hey, look at Saito Sensei." If you do almost style aikido, and that's how it should look. Um, but I can tell you from looking at a lot of Saito Sensei video, Saito Sensei in the in the seventies, Saito Sensei in the eighties, Saito Sensei in yeah. the nineties, all look like three different Saito Senseis. Um, you know, within within spectrums, yeah. um, and like you know, I can look at students of his and go, "Oh, I bet you were training with him in the '90s. Oh, I bet you were training with him in the '70s because the way they're doing Aikido and how energetic it is, and how much they're uh, they're accenting certain parts of a cut or a movement." Um, so, so you know, like I, I can't because weapon work. I, look, this is what I would recommend if you want to know about weapons general grossly. Look at Hema. Um, that's, okay. that's what yeah, I tell you. That's um, fair enough. There. Historical um, European martial yeah, arts. Right, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I should say that. Um, because no, I mean, honestly, you're gonna see more fundamental rules. Like, it's not until you know. So I looked at a bunch of Japanese stuff for a long time, and it's not until I started saying historical European stuff where the rules are much, much more explicit. Um, that I started to be able to look at Japanese stuff and go like, oh, this is what this guy's doing and this guy's not doing, and that's why this guy does this part better and not that part better. Like, understanding weapons is another skill set unto right. itself. Yeah. Um, so, whatever your lineage is, um, ask your teacher. You know, if you don't know, like, don't just think all Aikido weapons are the same because they're not. Um, say, hey, do we study what lineage do we study? And then start to look. I would just look yeah. up those things. That was a way bigger answer. Well, no, and I mean, what I was really just looking for is, you know. I think that a lot of times people are studying something and they're just like, I, I, I'm at home by myself and, and I think I understand this thing, but there's no one here to show me right now. I just want to look at it really quick so I can, right. you right. know. Well, hey, so, so if you're doing Iwama, which is a decent chance if you're doing a lot of weapons, you're probably doing some Iwama. I mean, well, I don't know. There's, you know, probably right. better but, than 50-50 right. chance that you're doing Iwama. Um, look at Saito Sensei. Uh, that's that's what I've done multiple times where I've been at home practicing something by myself and I'm like oh, I don't remember this this part of the 31 count kata you know right. and then I'll just look it up right. and yeah. figure out what's good and it may look different than what we are personally doing slightly but it's there it's great to have to know oh okay that comes after this and you know just right. the, like the facts of it rather than the style or the you know accentation or whatever the case right. and so right. Right. I feel like that's Are there a pretty any safe bet. Uh, other like video series or anything that you've seen that y you feel like uh, are uh, like good resources, things that people should be? I, I said it earlier. Um, I can't. I can't highly recommend Aikido Journal enough. Um, it's it's worth your time to go get a, uh, a membership and and do a bunch of reading because there are so many articles with so many interviews, um, and you get to hear. Uh, what people who've passed away now and, and information that you're not going to get anywhere else. You're not going to get on YouTube. You're not going to get anywhere else because uh, Stan Prannon Sensei took the time to went and talk to all these different people. So Aikido Journal is a must. You, you, you need to do some time looking at Aikido Journal. Um, I would also recommend looking at uh, Koryu.com, um, which is run by Mike and I believe Janet Skoss. Um, they're uh, uh, practitioners of Koryu martial arts, which are traditional martial arts of Japan. You have to understand, even though Aikido is Jendai, meaning a modern style of martial art, um, it's heavily influenced by Koryu, and Ueshiba was very interested in traditional old martial arts. So getting a, a grasp on what those are um, and what's going on with those is important, you know, and, and like, you don't have to be an expert in any of them, but just kind of understanding what they're about um, is important to understanding Aikido. So those are two journals, uh, two online resources I would, I would highly recommend. 
Um, I'd recommend a podcast called Aikido Discuss. In which <laughs> Is there... I, I'm always the self self plugging, <laughs> self promoter, best self self plug. Um, what about things that aren't necessarily so? Like, what if you're you know whatever starting Aikido or a, you know a middle student in Aikido and you want to get a better sense of other martial arts or how does Aikido fit into the like Good. larger martial arts landscape? Um, what would you recommend looking at first to get an idea of how Aikido fits into the rest of the the landscape? So uh, if you if you're super passionate about something else, you know you want to know what kung fu is really bad, or you want to know what boxing is really bad, or you want to know you know whatever, um, go for that first, of course. Um, but if you don't know where to start, um, I think choosing a very polarizing style of martial art is the best one to go for. So for example, a lot of people do Aikido, and then when they want to start to branch out, they go to Sistema next, right? Which is a Russian martial art um, that really has a lot of similarities to Aikido, and like similar kind of people wanting to do things and like you know the only difference is there's more exercise in Sistema and they like to hit each other more you know but but like and it's more modern you know but but really so many similarities that it's like why are you even doing another martial art so I would pick something radically different right so um, a sport uh, western martial art is what I would pick you know try fencing try boxing try uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is good. Try um, Western wrestling, right? Try something very different than Aikido um, because then it's going to be easier to start filling in that middle gap between these two extreme sides, you know, because Aikido is a very traditional, thoughtful, spiritual, um, uh, open, um, you know, all kinds of things about Aikido. Look at another martial art that's very much like direct, certain, uh, confident, uh, maybe casual sometime, you know, like, like there's a different kind of feel than Aikido. Um, and that, 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 that's kind of a good place to start in my opinion. So is there anything like worth reading or watching or anything that maybe could supplement or like, you know, give some sort of idea of just martial arts as a whole? Um, a lot of the stuff written, um, is, so there was a period in the 80s and 90s where people like to write a lot, a lot of that kind of stuff that you're asking about, I think, yeah. which is like, you know, a general overview of martial arts, right? Yeah. Um, that stuff is really crappy, in my opinion, um, because it's, uh, uh, like, really shallow. Like, people thought for a long time that martial art systems were the techniques in them, right. you know? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, that... Uh, you know, Kung Tiger Claw Master. Kung Fu yeah. is, you know, like superior because of its flesh ripping methods, you know, and, and that's all a bunch of crap. So I really don't recommend any of that stuff. Um, and, and like nowadays, it seems like there's not as much put out, like general yeah. overviews right, right, of what right. martial arts are. Um, and a lot of it's, you know, I'm going to use the word again, trite. Uh, it's just really like, you know, oh, Kendo's this. What, oh, what about uh, this. Bruce Lee's book? I know you love Bruce Lee. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, you know, if you want to read, you want to know about that stuff, uh, give it a check out, right? But, um, so look, look, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee was, what's the, what's was, the book, Tao, uh, Tao of Jeet Kune? There you go. Um, just for people in case they're going to Amazon as they're listening to this, creating a wish. I, everybody knows about Bruce Lee. If you want to learn about Bruce Lee, there's lots of people who tell you, so you can go listen, go talk to right. people who want to talk about Chuck Norris will tell you everything you need yeah. to know about Bruce Lee. <laughs> Find the video of Chuck Norris talking about Bruce Lee and, uh, and boom. 
So Chuck seemed, Norris taught Bruce Lee to kick people in the head. That's what yeah. he said. So. so it seems like what you're saying basically <clears throat> is there's not really much of a a place to find something that will tell you kind of about martial arts as a whole without being overly general and generalized and not very, you know, not very thorough. Um, or you find one person to, like super biased because they're trained in one martial art talking about all, all martial arts all martial arts through the lens of their specific for martial sure. art. Or you get people going on a fancy journey, right? Like, so, like, uh, B.K. Francis wrote a book, uh, Power of Internal Martial Arts, I believe is what it's called. I enjoyed reading it. It was a very fun read. It's a big, thick book. And it's got stuff about Tai Chi, stuff about Xing Yi, stuff about um, Bagua, um, and, and several other Kung Fu styles he talks about in there. And he talks a little about Taekwondo and all kinds of stuff. But it's really a, a, a journey of this guy, you know, talking about, like, how great he thinks Kung Fu is. Um... And it's not, you know, it's not really giving you an honest uh, view of Kung Fu because he can't help but tell you how magnificent oh, right, it is. Right. And you know what it is to it him. Is to him, right, right. Um, but, and it's fun to read. It's a fun to read book. But it's not like, it's not really going to, you know, if you read that, you're not actually going to understand those things better. And I think, truthfully, that's a lot of what we're talking about is that, you know. So I brought in this book, Angry White Pajamas, which, again, I think it's, it's a great book. But it's also this guy's experience which makes it awesome right because that's in a, in some ways that's what that's why we're reading these types of books is because we want to get what is someone else's experience right. and then we can kind of judge our own experience by that so it's much i more think moving. right i yeah. think some of the books you know you're gonna have two kinds you're gonna have like the historic uh stuff um or you're gonna have these kind of memoir my journey through the martial art. Right. But even the historic stuff is written from someone's perspective well, sure. of know. another person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even that, it's it's hard to, it seems like you, you would be pressed to find something that's really and truly, like, 100%, you know, factual and not biased at all. Which, I mean, you know, that's life. But... <laughs> There's a lot of good, I mean, in, in Ain't Ruined Pajamas is a good example of this kind of book. There's several books that are uh, written by... Um, students from the west who went to japan and um got the martial arts experience you know and not only talk about one martial art but they're probably good primers if you're planning that trip to like go to japan right, right. and and make sure right. that like they're kind of kind of tell you about the cultural problems you're going to run into the the strictness and discipline problems and like the difference in how we approach learning things in the west versus how uh they learn things in in japan um so those are kind of good books like if that's what you're right, thinking right. about that kind of journey um, but as far as like just a general primer on martial arts, I, mean, I you know maybe there's something great right now that I'm not aware of, um, but uh, uh, you know I can't really I can't think of anything I recommend that's a good good overall view of martial arts. What about movies and and you know I'm not Last saying Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Why did another movie even be made after the Last Samurai? Um, yeah. <laughs> what about Aikido movies? Or just, I mean, I guess good martial arts movies that can give you a good idea of things. Um, the first, uh, probably three Steven Seagal movies. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, you can see some Aikido stuff in there that's pretty cool. Um, like if you want to get like hyped up about, oh, that's awesome. And, you know, I think he choreographed all of those. Those are great. There's also a movie called Crap. I think it's The Challenge. Um, which Steven Seagal did the um, choreography on for. It's got, um, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Toshiro Mifune in it, who's a iconic uh, martial arts film star. Um, and it's got uh, Glenn, who's the guy from uh, Midnight, not Midnight Cowboy, what's that, John Travolta, 
that Johnny Johnny T movie uh, where he's a cowboy, rhinestone cowboy. No, uh, uh, rhinestone Glenn, cowboy. Glenn. Glenn... No, no, Glenn. Anyways, it's got another it's famous got American guy. actor, yeah. and um, it's great. Uh, and there's a lot Channel. of like kung fu stuff in that, uh, or sorry, aikido stuff in that. That's real cool. Um, I think it's called the challenge. Are you looking it up right now? I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah. Um, Maya will be back to you with that. Um, but you know, a lot of stuff in movies. I mean, other than to go like, hey, that's that's fun to watch as right. entertainment. You're gonna get bad ideas about what what martial arts training. Are there any like uh, old school documentaries on uh, aikido? So I know. I know what you're there. Up. I know. <laughs> there's. <laughs> What is it? Budo Art of Budo Art of Killing. Budo Art of Killing. That has a very. Uh, it's like nineteen seventy eight. One of the most fantastic documentaries on on Japanese martial arts ever created. Uh, it is a flight of fantasy <laughs> and spectacular <laughs> and loaded with seventy sound effects. It is a work of art. It is a work of I art. I sort of it's feel like the Aikido of part of it is kind of like the least fun part of the whole oh, yeah. thing you know uh, yeah there's, there's a dude punching a train oh yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. there's like it's and it's then you the aikido parts like eh. you know the um, the, <laughs> the sumo part is awesome the training part anyway it is awesome i think that's something worth watching just you know on books real quick actually saying budo art of killing reminds me of this um uh westbrook and rati uh who are the the writers of uh, the authors the co-authors of um Aikinonamic sphere wrote another book called Secrets of the Samurai. Oh, um, okay. It's full of bad information about uh, the samurai, <laughs> but um, it's also got some good information. It's fun to read, and it goes into a lot of little areas um, that other things haven't gone into, and so it, it's kinda, it can kind of spur other things for you to think about. Um, it's got beautiful illustrations in it, um, and I think it's a very fun book to read. I own two copies of it, right, uh, because I like it. I, I've read it a few times. Um, and there's a lot of misinformation, but it's because it was coming out of like the 60s. There just wasn't a lot of information available. But if you're paying attention, you can quickly clarify, clarify most of that stuff for yourself. Um, but I think it's a fun, fun, fun read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So that movie was indeed called The Challenge 1982. The Challenge. Awesome. 1982. And also, I just wanted to point out real fast on uh, Steven Seagal's IMDb page, uh, IMDb Internet Movie Database.com. Um, <laughs> Steven Seagal is a strikingly. Striking and somewhat boyishly handsome action star. Boyishly I just handsome. cracked up at wow. boyishly Ooh, handsome. Right. He hasn't been boyishly handsome since uh, 1982. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't see it. Boyishly handsome. <laughs> I'm also going to suggest a movie just because I wish someone would ever describe me as boyishly handsome. Boyishly handsome. Um, ever been described as beautiful. And and this is not at all for Aikido or anything, but I, I, I kind of feel like people should just go watch Rima Williams. Oh, yeah, man. And... Uh, <laughs> We should really talk about terrible 80s martial art movies because I, they're great. Rima Williams well, is. And I feel just like I mean, anyone who's it. into Aikido would probably appreciate Rima Williams, I feel like. Maybe I'm not. I say we, we should really do a, an episode on bad 80s movies because I'm, I'm, yeah, I know it. them all and they're fantastic. It's funny hearing American you guys talk Ninja, about them. American Ninja too. Oh, man. Oh. Ninja 2, The Domination, I believe is what that one's called. That one's, that's some serious shit. It's really funny hearing you guys talk about them and then watching them and trying to see what you Why see we in enjoyed them. it? Like, what's nostalgia and what's actually, like... Oh, it's all nostalgia. It's all nostalgia. At this point, it's pretty much all nostalgia. <laughs> All right, but I, I say we leave this podcast here. I don't know what our time's looking like. Forty-three minutes. We're, we're going shape, downhill quickly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that was helpful to someone. Yeah. No, I, if just um, 
even if people don't get a whole lot other than uh, if they just listen passively and take notes on all the books that we mentioned, they'll get something out of it. So yeah, because there's a lot of good maybe stuff maybe if I'm feeling nice, I'll go back through this and write down all the yeah, titles of all the books and movies. Sweetheart. We'll see. We'll and see put how it nice in the I'm show feeling. notes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you to all of our Patreon uh, oh, patrons. Yes. We're not. Do we want to get the? Yeah, we, we let's get the list. The name. Uh, we'll put Maya's quick. Every she's time. Millenn- millennial and she's got powers. She's gonna pull okay. it up real quick. Well, you guys go. And Josh ahead. and I can chat. While, okay. So we'll take the stress off my. Uh, okay. uh, doing and this we'll thing. Uh, by telling people that that if they go to SoundCloud, they can find all of our. Yeah, uh, everything's podcast. up now. Every single um, episode and in the right order. Maya took the time to make a playlist, so you can just listen to them in order if you would like to do that. There's no reason to. Yeah, you uh, could search for a specific topic if you want uh, um, you can also <laughs> find us online uh, at uh, Aikido Discussed and or uh, Aikido of Fresno is probably a better place to find uh, not only the podcast but other stuff that we might be doing yeah. uh, if you're in Fresno stop by and uh, come train with us right. it's fun uh, not only Aikido we also do uh, self defense well, we as well so if, we do uh, saber we do self defense so if you're into giant staffs any of the stuff that we've talked about on yeah. this uh, magic powers program. class. Yeah, magic Wait, what? Powers. Yeah, yeah. You missed that one. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. and also, uh, Josh, Maya, and I will be at Combat Con this oh, year. Oh yeah, so we'll we put should. In a, a yeah, plug yeah, for yeah. Combat so Con. Any, I think that's a good one because people should go to Combat. You Con. Should go to Combat Con. It's fantastic. It is uh, really an awesome thing. It's it's the weirdest convention I feel like because you have people there that are like completely serious. And 100% into their, you know, so you'll have, like, uh, Maestro, uh, um, uh, Sword Fighter, Spencer. Martinez, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's fantastic like, guys. Like, you know, like, legit uh, people. And then uh, there's Jedi that are also there walking It around. ranges, and I'm so um, excited to see it. Yeah, so it's really cool. And you have I, I was sitting there. At, I was sitting have... at a booth last year uh, just waiting to start my class, and um, this guy comes by. He's just like a security guard, you know, regular dude. And he walks up, and he's like, he's like hey, hey, uh, you're a teacher here? And I said, yeah, I'm one of the teachers here. And he said, hey, can I ask you a question? And I said, what? And he's like, all right, so yesterday I got here, and, uh, you know, I'm a security guard here. Yesterday I got here, and – there were these guys dressed like knights, just beating the hell out of each other yeah, like with flails, yeah, yeah. and uh, it looked it looked dangerous. He's all, and then I saw another guy, and he was taking guns out of people's hands, and that looked dangerous. And then I saw people um, uh, doing fencing like the Olympics, and then I saw. A Jedi Knight dressed like Yoda, and then I saw, and it was just like, like watching him explain it. You know, I was like, "Oh, this is fan. What did this guy stumble into?" You and know? yet, it somehow all goes uh, together, all works beautifully. And there's some, I mean, joking aside, there's some really good um, information there that you can get if oh, you're yeah. into like combat stuff. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and that's happening it's in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, uh, in August, you can go to, I think it's just CombatCon.com. Yeah, Google, Google. And the tickets Combat are still Con. on sale. Yeah, right? yeah. and, yeah. They're, and yeah. it's relatively inexpensive. It's three days. I mean, you can really just pack it, uh, uh, you know, all three days is it the, the entire day. Two hundred and something and, dollars. Yeah, or? something like that for the pass. And then if you get the pass, you can just do classes for four days straight. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I mean, you just class, 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 class. And look, classes everything from like 
pirate shipboarding techniques <laughs> to like uh, modern uh, uh, knife disarms right, right. to um, Jedi Knights we did to a, historic a, fencing. We did a class on uh, room clearing. So yeah. like how yeah, modern, how to clear room with, with firearms. Uh, combat guys would clear I'm teaching awesome a class stuff. this year that many of you might be interested in called The Ineffable Truth of Aikido and why it's the most practical martial art in the world. Boom. Yeah. My come, come, and I'll tell you why it's the most practical martial art in the world. Well, and you're not going to get this kind of, I mean, wow, I sound like a... <laughs> and, and for 1999, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get this kind of value anywhere else. No, but seriously, I'm really excited because this will be my first year, but from what you guys have said, it sounds like all the teachers that are there, for the amount of classes that you can pack into three days or whatever, it seems like it's worth way more than $225 oh, or whatever way it costs. More. That's no because joke. really, you can kind of, you know, you can literally go do a saber class if you have a saber, but, uh, and then, you know, go do a, a whip Learn yep. how to learn bull, bull whip. whip. Yep. You know? Uh, yeah. So. Anything and then you can watch of. some HEMA tournaments. And yeah, and they have writers panels. If you write about martial oh, arts, yeah, yeah. they talk about how to write. I mean, like, you know, it's it's this convergence of, like, there's tournaments. You can see HEMA tournaments. There's historical European martial arts. There's uh, there's all kinds of stuff, right? So it's super good. And, and look, Comic Con's not paying us anything to say this right now. We just, we're excited about yeah, it. We've been, yeah. So. Okay, so we've got Patreon. Here's our Patreon. Uh, Patreon sponsors. Our, our Patreons. Um, Patreons. Patreon when you when you get them Patreon. from Patreon, are you supposed to say our Patreons, or are you supposed to say the I actual say word, patrons. which is patrons? patrons. You're just supposed to say patrons. patrons. Yes. Right, our patrons. Um, <laughs> so we have uh, Grant Templin, Warwick Dean, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Rob Kitson, and our newest sponsor, newest? John Smith. Thank all right, you, John, John Smith. Um, all right, all right. All these guys I wonder great. if John, and I don't. I'm not making fun of John Smith. You're like, is this a real person? But that's what I'm. Oh saying. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet he's had trouble with that. That sounds well, like a Disney. Uh, whether that's guy. your pen name or your real whatever, name. John Smith. Thank, Thank you, you, John Smith. We appreciate <laughs> it. Um, also, if you guys have any topic ideas, please send them to us this week um, yeah. because that would be fantastic. Yeah, we'll, we'll so we're making this on Monday the twenty fifth. So if you hear this on Tuesday the twenty sixth right. or after, um, send us yeah, some please comments. Send us some, comments uh, yeah. yeah. And thanks for 30 great episodes. Woo! Thank you for 30 great episodes, episode 30. <laughs> You're the All reason right. that we continue doing it. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, actually, we're the reason uh, yeah, we keep doing it. But, um, <laughs> but thanks for listening. Yeah. Let's quit while we're ahead. All right. Thanks, thanks. guys. Goodbye.